When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt Bernard, Dave Schrader, Mike Molina, and Rafael Vashem MD, the Hackmaster. And we'll be right back. Race, barriers, and battling nerves, a candid conversation with Oscars. So now, even the Oscars just is everything. a bunch of Oscars or the Oscars? now? It's been years since the Oscars got politicized. <laughs> well, that's true. Will that's Smith true. decided to ruin it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> We will be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional body work costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well, Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back for another day on the Tom Bernard Show, and uh, I'm really searching hard uh, to find a story about politics. I just can't seem to find any news stories about politics. How about race? Any on race? Uh, nothing on race. Can't nothing. find anything on race either. Uh, can't th- find anything on how horrible everything is, and how if you don't agree with me, I hate you. I'm having a really hard time finding all that stuff. So no uplifting stories, huh? No, I'd be, I'd be. Oh, it was kind of sad. I think it was yesterday. Uh, Do you know who Ben Shapiro is? Does anybody know who Ben Shapiro is? I went to high school with a Ben Shapiro. Probably not the same guy. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently there's a guy named Ben Shapiro that appeared at the University of Minnesota, and they they referred to him as a conservative commentator or a conservative speaker. And so a bunch of white people lined up with uh, Minnesotans against white supremacy. Every one of them was white, by the way holding up the signs. Uh, They did a head count, 
80 protesters and 100 cops. <laughs> well, yeah, they're irrational college students. That is so sad that they can't draw more protesters than they can cops <laughs> to come to these things now. Oh, God, what are you doing? There's just so many protests. It's hard to get so many people to so many protests, Tom. you got to start splitting Absolutely. it up. Well, that's, that's true. And it takes time to, to write up those... Uh, Minnesotans against white supremacy. You know, I have. I don't know that there are there that many white supremacists in the state of Minnesota. It doesn't seem to me no. to be much of a white supremacist state. There aren't very many in the entire country. I didn't think it's so. It's not a problem. I don't know why people oh, are I, acting like. I think it's there. It's just subversive. And here's my proof. Well, it's there, Here, as in you know. Here's my proof. One my, out of a million people. My daughter. My my kids got for their uh, Christmas gift from their grandmother keychains, and my son Linus got a uh-huh. keychain with, it's a fabric keychain, one of those like uh, stitched ones, and it says L L L on it. My my daughter Pacey got one that says P P P, and my daughter Kayla got one that says K K K on it. Somebody didn't think that through. <laughs> yeah, probably didn't think that. <laughs> and I kid you not, she sincerely got that, and I was like, ah, this might be the worst Christmas gift ever. Given to anyone. Yeah, I've seen bracelets like that where, like, they used to print them like that, but then they went to four letters or five letters or whatever, just because, you know, obviously. I'm just wondering when are we going to not hear KKK and think of the KKK? I mean, it's really not relevant. Is it relevant now? When people stop pretending that it is relevant because it's not, it's a dead organization full of people who never do anything. People are acting like. They have tons of power still. So white supremacy is a, a bit of the same. How many white supremacists are there? Really, really white supremacists with the they got the tattoos on their whatever they do for all that stuff. They wear the clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many are really? How, what percentage? What percentage of I people think are in like prisons? That? In prisons, oh. it's probably high. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing. They think that's the the Aryan nation thinks that's the only way they can survive in prison. <laughs> that's why those idiots all gather together and they. Do what they do. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I saw an article. I read an article, as a matter of fact, on on the uh, morning show last week that talked about the fact that millennials are turning away from the KKK because it's such an old-fashioned white supremacist organization. I'm not making that up either. They're turning away from the KKK because it's too old-fashioned. So racist millennials <laughs> just don't remember want their father's KKK. Just, just remember, the what? biggest trick the devil played on us is to make us believe he doesn't exist. So that's if the KKK yeah, is right. getting quieter, that might be a scarier thing. That could be. That is a possibility. Uh, is it true that the Kardashians, uh, like Courtney Kardashian and Kim Kardashian, is it true that their middle names start with a K? Is it true that their n- initials are all KKK? Because no, I've been I told that. I really doubt it. It's uh, probably easy to find out. Because, uh, I mean, it is KK. So I don't know what that's all about. But um, I don't know. That, Courtney is Courtney Mary Kardashian. No, so it's KMK. So, yeah. I don't think they'd How do about- that. Who's the big one again? I keep for kids. Kim the big, big one? Big one? What do you mean? Well, the big star. Uh, oh, I the big Kim star. And Kim's middle name is Noel. Oh, Noelle. Uh, that's, yeah. So it's K-N-K, K-M-K. Chloe is Alexandra. Cack? Cack. Yeah, let's not give me Cack as my... But at least they didn't go one letter, uh, one <laughs> vowel closer. That would not be good because, well, pretty, uh, never mind. Never mind. I thought I was doing radio in the 70s. What? I'm confused. For a it's, 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 it's a reference to the German word for circle. That's where it came from. Ah. Yes. Ah. Exactly. Thank you for spelling that out for me. I would have never gone there with my mind. The German word for, for, for circle is keikel. That's where that word came from. Yeah, and That's right. And the reason is they, they come across Nellis Island. Many of the Jews who came through were not literate, they, but they had to sign their name or make a mark of some sort of, to signify that they were here and that's who they were. They didn't They yes. didn't like the idea of the X because it looked like a cross. They said, do you mind if we ask mm-hmm. make a circle, a keikel? And that's how it got started. A keikel, yep. That's <laughs> how that whole thing got started is keikel cause for circle. See what happens when you tune into shows that have like doctors and radio disc jockeys that didn't graduate from high school on it. <laughs> illuminating at all times. Yes, illuminating, so, but illuminating, <laughs> illuminating, but not Illuminati. No, <laughs> well, well none of that either. Hands up. If you're There's Illuminati. none of that either. So uh, basically, now we. Uh, God, I was. I, I had some work that I had to get done. It might be really good for the podcast because I. 
we might be giving away some great tickets to a great show coming to town on this podcast. And I was working on that, and I didn't change the channel, so TMZ came on. Mm-hmm. Good God. They had to round up a former uh, Miami Dolphins football player because he put out uh, on on social media that he was going to murder a bunch of people. He was going to kill them. He took a picture of the gun he was going to kill them with. Yes. Smart. Yeah, and the shells. Remember the guy, you know, remember the name Rick, uh, I think it's Rick Incognito, Ricky Incognito? Yep. Yeah. With the Miami Dolphins. The guy that he was bullying, John Martin is his name. So that guy that he was bullying, this John Martin finally, who's 30 years old now, cracked and said that he was going to kill all the people who bullied him and listed people's names on it. And so what happened was once he posted up online, the cops went to his house and arrested him, and he's now in the nut house. So good job, John. It all works out. But there's a, so there's a guy, he's going to kill everybody. And then there was, a, of course, the latest going on in the Kardashian family, apparently... One of the Jenners or Kardashians got together with... The, who's the one that just had a baby called Stormy? They just had a baby named Stormy. I think that was Kim and... Uh, no, it wasn't Kim. No, no it's they're, they're, the young one. Um, the Jenner last name Someone's one. reading People magazine. Kraken? <laughs> Kraken? Phil? It? Yeah, Phil McCracken. Um, <laughs> the only reason to bring them up is they had a baby, so, so the dad... Kylie. Kylie, apparently. Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner. She's not a Kardashian for some reason. Well, she's a Jenner because Jenner married the Kardashian. So what happened was is uh, in order to welcome the new baby into the world, the parents went out and bought a $1.5 million Ferrari. So welcome into the world, Stormy. You're going to be riding around a $1.5 million car now, so that's good. Hmm. And that makes the news on TMZ. TMZ is the most – and then there's some kid, some young rapper, he's 18 years old, named Young Young Boy or something. (laughs) Who cares? His name is like Young Boy. Well, the reason we care is because uh, he didn't. He's not the smartest guy in the world, apparently, because he was beating the hell out of his girlfriend in the hallway of a hotel. Oh. You see, they have security cameras in every hallway in every hotel. You yes. Dumbass. Kylie's only twenty years old. Really? She's only twenty. And she had a kid. That's yeah, well, always a smart choice. It happens. Yes. It happens. But yeah, this guy—he's throwing her on the ground. He's choking her. He's doing. And then, of course, once the cops closed in, uh, she, who's only she's 17, by the way, he's 18 and she's 17. She said, uh, and you could barely understand what the hell she was saying because she was going with the hip hop lingo all the way, so you could barely understand her. But she says, "Oh, we play like that all the time. Yeah, he grabs me by the hair and throws me on the ground and kicks me, and we play like that all the time. We were just playing. Oh, good memories, huh?" Yeah. <laughs> Great <laughs> memories of trying to run away from your boyfriend. Uh, he grabs your hair and pulls you to the ground. It's just a fun little game yeah. we play. Stop being so judgmental, Tom. My God. <laughs> this TMZ is a pretty highly rated show, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people watch that TMZ, don't uh-huh. they? Yeah. Uh, the whole thing is just brutal. There's there's really no news on there. It's all about, uh, what's the guy's name? He used to do security on Jerry Springer, and then he got his own talk show. Steve something? Yeah, Steve something. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Well, he apparently hit a utility pole or two with his car uh, this week, and uh, the cops, when they pulled him out of the vehicle, he blew a .29. Ooh. Say. Jeez. Say. (laughs) That is almost, uh, in in Canada, it's almost six times the legal limit to drive, because I believe it's... The entire country of Canada is 0.5. We're pushing the LD50. Canadian? Yeah, God. No, no, no. Jerry Springer's from Cincinnati. Well, then why the Canada thing? Jerry Springer wasn't in the car. It was a guy who used to work for Jerry Springer. So he's Canadian? <sighs> Never mind. <laughs> Who's on first? I, now I feel like Harvey. <laughs> I feel like Harvey Levin. <laughs> who? Harvey Levin's the guy who owns TMZ. Good. I know. TMZ, by the way, stands for 30 Mile Zone. All right. Steve Wilkos. Steve Wilkos. That's and he's exactly not right. Canadian. No, he's not Canadian. <laughs> he's Chicagoan. Okay. Uh, has anybody ever hanged themselves on a podcast before? <laughs> Might be a first time. <laughs> first time event. The host then hanged himself. You could hear him gurgling. Wow. No, but they're unbelievable. But they dramatic. continued. But they continued on. They pushed forward with the show, which is, he was really grateful for that part of it. Did, but uh, what? Did you hear about this Lauren Gibbs? I don't think so. Uh, Ivanka Trump went to the 
closing ceremonies or something of, of the Olympics. Yes. And this Lauren Gibbs is a break person for a bobsled team, U.S. bobsled team. Right. And she posed with uh, some pictures. Uh, she posted some pictures of her with Ivanka Trump. Mm-hmm. The hatred that she got. Yeah, naturally. She's an African-American young woman, and she was just, like, floored at the hatred that came her way. And she had she deleted the photo, and she's been so classy of this whole thing. She was just so sick of hatred and hate is hate. I just love her. She's how my old new is, hero. How old is she? Um, I don't know. I would say she's probably in her 20s. Yeah, so a, a young lady in her 20s has a, a much, well... I don't know about a bigger brain, but she uses much more of her brain than 99% of the people on social media. It is unbelievable, the attacks, because apparently Kevin Smith had a heart attack, right? The right. great director right. had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. So Chris Pratt sent him uh, a little note that just said, hey, my thoughts and prayers are with you. They went after him and said, oh, really? That's all you're going to give him is yeah. your thoughts and prayers? They're all worthless. Thoughts and prayers won't do anything. That's all you're going to give him? You're horrible. It's like, God, what do you want me to do? I'm pretty sure Kevin Smith has enough money to pay his own doctor bills. I I just, everybody hates everybody. It's just bizarre. Don't you think? I think it's very bizarre. Your thoughts and prayers aren't going to do anything. I have a question for everybody about this, because I asked this question earlier. Okay, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts, I guess, are probably all right, but let's, the prayers, they were really going after the prayers big time. Um... Isn't a prayer that's not said out loud, it's pretty much just meditation, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's your thoughts. It's like it's meditating. Your, it's your, it's, your, it's right. repeating maybe your thoughts or your desires or things to yourself. And whether you have a belief system that you're grounding that in or you're right. an atheist and you're just sort of meditating uh, in your own mind, it's kind of the same thing. It's, it's good. Because people feel good. Yeah, and when good. Yeah, non-religious people oftentimes believe that there's still positive right. well, yeah, how's vibes. It, how's it any different than, yeah, sending good vibes your way or, you know, anything it's like that? Really, it's the well, same thing. Well, it's a little different if you believe in a God. Then you're sending it to God and hoping that God is going to take care of this problem. Yeah, but he didn't say, you know, th- my, my thoughts and prayers to God or with you. He just said my thoughts and prayers. Well, well technically, God has said before that he's not going to personally answer prayers he doesn't meddle in the affairs of mortals anymore he actually stole that idea from me <laughs> god god stole my idea actually i think you oh might my. be you might be misquoting there andy because i think uh, it's actually the, those of you that come together in groups of you know two or more who raise your voice in prayer to me your 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 prayers are heard and there's more power in more people coming together i don't think there's any place so in the bible single? where he's now written a memo that says hey I'm a little busy. I won't be answering prayers right now. Just send them over to my son, Jesus. I expect him to tweet that any moment. I did, because I have a Bible at my house, and I opened it up, and it, I, you know, it rewrites itself once in a while. And, and God <laughs> wrote in my Bible, do you people really think that Vegas missed the line on the Philadelphia Eagles three weeks in a row? You're fools. It was fixed, and you know it. And we'll be right back. Tom Bernard. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. If you've noticed your vision getting cloudy, blurry, or dim, or having more difficulty seeing at night, you could have cataracts. Tom here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they do much more? They do, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age where my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Of course, Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology and vision options available, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you've been told you have cataracts or you're wondering why things just aren't as clear as they used to be, call the experts at Whiting Clinic or go to whitingclinic.com to learn more. 
See the folks at Whiting Clinic in order to see your very best. And don't forget to tell them that I sent you. I love this song. This is, is this Red Rider? Yep. I thought it was. They were in Capitol, I believe. I, I'm pretty sure I had to travel with them. So many years ago, I don't remember, but I think I traveled with them for a while. Nice Tom guy. Cochran. And they're from Canada. Tom. And they're from Canada. They are. Red Rider is from Canada. Oh, I have, I have something. I didn't know Red Rider was a real thing. It's a comic strip. And uh, <laughs> just like you, Tom, I have my shoulder to the wheel, extending, extending the international audience into Canada. When we were at Club Med, Turks and Caicos, great mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. We met... Uh, <laughs> Uh, Scott and Murray, Lisa and Colleen, and they live in Manitoba. They're in the grain fields of Manitoba growing grain. Had a great time. So they're, they're listening today from the from probably in the cab, probably in the cab or repairing the cab. It's a little bit early to be out there in those fields, but probably uh, greasing everything up and getting ready to go. <laughs> okay, I will tell them this because they'll enjoy this as Canadians. Uh, when I first joined a golf club many years ago, twenty years ago. They were having their golf club uh, tournament. And they said, what we try to do in these tournaments is put everybody together who's from the same area so the people from Alabama will play with people from Alabama and the people from Florida will be playing with people from Florida. And, Tom, you'll be playing with Doug Dawson. I said, okay, I haven't met Doug Dawson yet. Where's he from? He said, "Uh, Toronto. I said, I thought you were playing with people where you're from. He goes, well, yeah, you're both Canadian. I said, What? He said, aren't you from Minnesota? I said, yeah. And he goes, well, yeah, he's Canadian, too. <laughs> we're okay. Canadian. We're Canada light. Is that what they think? <laughs> I think yes. we're Canada light. A lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people uh, think yeah, New Mexico is Mexico. They, uh, they, that's right. They literally noticed that Toronto was south of Minneapolis-St. Paul on a map, which it is. So they just assumed that Minnesota <laughs> being north of Toronto must be in Canada. Not the smartest people in the world, and Catherine's still friends with them. I'd like to point that out. I'd like to point that out, ladies and gentlemen. So what are the names of your Canadian buddies? Uh, Scott and Lisa, Murray and Colleen, out there in Manitoba. Out in Manitoba. Uh, The family goes up. We didn't go this year, and I don't know why, because usually you go every year, and I'm sure in 2018 we will go. We fly into Calgary. And then drive all uh, to Lake Louise. Oh, such a great trip. And spend three, four, five days there. <laughs> and then we go to Banff and spend three, four, five days there. It's one of the most beautiful places on the face of the earth. It, it might really be is. the most beautiful place on the on the face of the earth. The Canadian people are fantastic. The food's great. What are those things called again? Do we stop at that lake? Oh, on Nanaimo, Nanaimo bars. Nanaimo bars. Nanaimo or Nanaimo, Nanaimo or Nanaimo. Yeah. Whatever. That was so good. I love Canadians. Yeah. I've yet to meet a Canadian I don't like. No, it, I'm sure there's Neil a Young. <laughs> I've never met him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice argument, though. That was a good argument. I, I will tell you honestly, I, uh, Canadians, well, maybe it's because Minnesota is, is Canada light, I suppose. Maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah, but I would agree that the, the people, the, 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 these two couples, they were just a fascinating uh, group of wonderful, wonderful rich people that uh, work hard. And have a lot of the centrist attitudes that, uh, you know, were appealing to a lot of people in America. Yep. We like centrist attitudes. We really, really do. Speaking of which, it's not recent. I think it was a couple years ago, but I saw a tweet of Sarah Silverman's. Oh, God, she's insane. (laughs) Yeah, she went in completely insane. I thought of her because I was watching Star Trek Voyager, and she was in an episode of that. She was? Yep. I didn't know that. If she was super young. She must have been maybe 20-something. It's called Jews in Space. But <laughs> she William tweeted Shatner. out a picture. William Shatner, um, that's right. Talking about, like, uh, it was a picture of a symbol, and then um, she said that don't uh, neo-Nazis go to school anymore to learn how to draw swastikas because it was, it, I mean, well, the symbol was an S with a line through it. And it was a... Um, the dollar sign. No, it was a uh, like a road-marking symbol. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, uh, but she thought people were drawing swastikas all over the city, but oh they were all, God. yeah, they were all, like, misshapen swastikas. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Everybody needs to get over themselves for five minutes. I know. Minutes. Uh, recently, someone saw a Norwegian flag hanging uh, from one of their neighbor's windows, 
and called the cops and said that there was a Confederate flag <laughs> in the neighbor's window. And oh my God. The sun's kind of bleached out the colors a little bit, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know. The media has convinced everyone that the entire country is just run they by really, white supremacists. They really have. It's just insane what's happened. And by the way, I blame it all, and you know this... Dr. Ralph, I blame it all on the pharmaceutical companies because they want people to be uncomfortable, to have anxiety, to not be able to sleep, so they can sell billions and billions and billions of dollars worth of drugs. Yeah, I, I they agree. They want people to be pissed off. But I don't it's see... Just, it's so upsetting. What they're basing this in. What, 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 what activity, what white supremacist activity... I know. You know, has increased, you know... Recently, I, I I don't I'm not I'm not seeing protests. I'm not seeing marches of the white supremacists. I'm not seeing the KKK. I'm I'm not seeing that. You I'm know, there's, there's, they believe what they're told. There's been that's some violence, it. but I don't know that that's increased. I mean, it's been publicized more, maybe, but mm-hmm. you know that interracial kind of stuff goes on either way. I mean, it goes either way. You know, in, in a lot of different ways, in a lot of different races. So I, I it's just weird. I, I I wish I could understand it. Just policies or beliefs that uh, people talk about that they're if you're conservative you're a racist so. yeah well that's what they do believe you're absolutely right. i, I gotta mention well, just, that's the easiest way to silence somebody the way people act now and this is it's across the board people are all acting nuts did you hear about the woman uh her name was shaniqua something i can't remember her last name but she went to see black panther yeah and they were the pre-assigned seats and she got uh, to her pre-assigned seat, and there were a couple of guys. She's African-American, and, and uh, so were the guys in her seats. They were African-American, too. And she said, you're sitting in my seats. And they said, no, we're not. So instead of arguing with them, she pulled out a pistol and shot around into the ceiling. In the theater. Wow. <laughs> Wild West rules, huh? Wow. Yeah, she might want to lay off the coffee. I don't she, know. She might want to calm down a little bit. Simmer down, Annie Oakley. <laughs> Get a little chamomile tea, maybe. I don't know. It's just another example. People are losing their minds. Something has to be done with this. Get off the news and pushing people to act like psychos. Well, let's see. How long have we been doing this podcast? Uh, Coming up on six years. Do you think it's getting worse or better? Worse. It's getting worse. Yeah, it is. I think so, too. Her name was Shamika. Shamika. There you go. So where was it? It was in, like, uh, Greenville, North Carolina. Uh, yes. Greenville, North Carolina. So Shamika decided to shoot a round off to, yeah, now maybe you'll get out of my seat. <laughs> what'd, she think of, what'd she think of the movie? The she theater was evacuated, so. Yeah, they evacuated uh, the theater. Yeah. So it was a very um, so counterproductive that's, action. That's not the new normal then, okay. And by the way, you know what Philip said uh, about the whole story? Right. He said, what kind of gun did she have? I said a thirty-two, a handgun. She goes, why didn't she carry a bigger gun? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Philip said it's not oh, exactly my. the point. Um, he wanted her to, he wanted her to go with at least a nine millimeter, three fifty seven, maybe even a forty four Magnum. Because that'll get people out of your seats. Let's get that going. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, everybody is mad at everybody. Everybody <laughs> hates everybody else. I, I I love the fact that they got the Minnesotans against white supremacy because Ben Shapiro is uh, is appearing and. They have 100 cops as compared to 80 protesters. Most of the protesters, they, everyone that I saw anyway, and then I didn't see all 80 people that were protesting, but everyone I saw, uh, about 95% were white women, and then there were about 5% of white guys. It's uh, indoctrinated were, college students. Were mm-hmm. fat. Well, he also picked <laughs> the St. Paul campus, which is very, very small. No, was, he didn't. Or, Well, that's where he was speaking, no, they right? forced they forced him to go to the St. Paul campus. Okay, because... They said that the the problem was that one of the other auditoriums is attached to a hospital, so he couldn't do it there. And the the other place they chose had too many entries and exits, so they wouldn't let him do it there. So they moved him to the St. Paul campus, which uh, apparently was in a very small auditorium. Now, yeah. I should note that Ben Shapiro is Jewish, by the way. No! Well, you know, th- There's not a lot of white what? supremacist Jews, are there? I know, Shapiro? but... But yeah, he's a what Russian the hell? Jew. What? Okay. What's the world coming to? <laughs> so, 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 so what, what? Something that's completely, you know, white supremacists are anti, by and large, are anti-Semitic. They're anti-Semitic. I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, they don't think; they just believe what they're told. What and, in the you know, world? Go march over like little good little soldiers. They've all lost their mind. But Even I don't know that they're Harvard, strictly so anti-Semitic. One of them. They're just anti anything that's not white. 
Puritans, well, yeah. right? I mean, just that's exactly right. the Jews killed Christ, so we hate them, right? And then all the people of color are coming and taking our jobs, so we hate them. That's the and, and that's the sadness. That's really what it's gotten down to now. Is if you talk to some of these goofballs, and I've heard a couple of them at at events, that's what they're basing it on now. They don't even know why they really hate them. It's because they're taking our jobs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that's you know? what it is. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like um, well, there were, it's not um, even just racial impurity. Were... It's the fact that the, the blacks and the Mexicans are taking our jobs. And and do it. What are you talking about? So you what, don't even know why you hate them. What? Yeah, it's. No, no you're right. There People were instances back in the, uh, I want to say, 50s, 60s. I don't really know. Um, but there were instances of the KKK and the Black Panther parties of the like the local chapters or whatever um, working together because they both believed in segregation of the races. So, exactly. So, so they worked together. Yeah. So they, they worked together to get the races segregated from each other. <laughs> so which, it gives I mean, me a headache. It makes sense, I doesn't guess, it? from a certain perspective, a doesn't it? Uh, ben Shapiro is only 34 years old. He did go to Harvard Law School. He also went to UCLA. Uh, he's a he got a wife and a child. His parents are listed as David Shapiro, so his mom didn't get the nod as far as parenting is concerned. Maybe she stayed in Russia. Probably a shiksa. That's the. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Except Jewishness is matrilineal, so. Yes. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. So his mom would have to be Jewish. Yeah, I, I bring that up the last one every day. Your mom was not a Jew, therefore you're not. Mm. <laughs> but that's is that not, right? That's not always true, by the way. No. Some people believe that, and some people do not believe that. In certain uh, branches or whatever. Okay, so now here's the deal. Apparently, this is what Ben Shapiro was going to talk about on the University of Minnesota campus, is his book called True Allegiance, a blockbuster debut thriller ripped straight from the headlines. Uh, it looks, from the cover of the book, to be about uh, soldiers fighting for America. So apparently, now soldiers fighting for America uh, is uh, white supremacist. This is True Allegiance? True Allegiance is the name of the book that Ben Shapiro wrote, yeah. Let's see, he are. Uh, he's got, um, yeah, I don't, I don't really, uh, by the time Jennifer Collier hit the George Washington Bridge, it was already almost 9 o'clock in the morning, rush hour. The bridge had turned into an enormous parking lot. Jennifer Lacan, I'm just kind of zipping through this. Nah, it'll take too long to get into the... But it would appear to me that, I don't know what true allegiance is about. True allegiance to America, I guess. But apparently if you're, if you love America, then there's something wrong with you and you need to be protested against because you're a white supremacist. Some, how, how do you get white supremacy out of that? That's just the default. If someone disagrees with you, you label them a white supremacist. So that's just yep. how it is. It's like a signaling pheromone that ants use. <laughs> 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 well put, Andy. Right. A nice, nice illusion. <laughs> so they people just spit. So these ants are spitting it out, and it just gets on you. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. spit time. Yeah. Thank well, that's you. just like the internet, right? I mean, anytime you disagree with somebody, you're some form of Nazi, or at least that's the way it yep. was for yes. many years, right? You, you know, you're Nazi. Yeah, that's what? ridiculous. Really, that's the go-to. Ben Shapiro, by the way, is a New York Times best-selling author, so. New York Times is not exactly your far-right publication. No. <laughs> well, in the book, he talks about how the you know there's a bunch of unrest in the country and so forth, mm -hmm. and part of it is about how Trump's not doing anything to about it. So you know, so it's, it's not a right-wing book no. per se, or so at not, least it's not pro-Trump. It's not pro-Trump. It's not anti-anybody else. It's just, so well, that's your problem. I don't really understand why. Why? Where do they get the white supremacy part of it Man. from Ben Shapiro? I don't get this. I don't either. What? They're lost. Don't they have a professor that really say, "Hey, get lost. out of here! You're in the, this is the wrong spot." That's uh, who I blame, <laughs> along with the pharmaceutical companies. By the way, are the professors? Not all of them. There are some great professors out there, but a lot of these college professors are tenured. They get free housing. They get a car. They have a job for life. They can't be fired. They have nothing at risk, so they tell these students any crazy-ass idea they can come up with. All it takes is one professor with a mandatory course. Yeah, that's true. That's exactly it. Yeah, if your course is mandatory, I'll say, no, oh, you've got to listen to what I say, otherwise you're going to fail. And that's all there is to it. Well, Alex had a few of those, if I remember correctly. I remember Alex went in her freshman year at, uh, at school. 
there was a her professor went off on a little rant and she stood up in the class and said look i don't think my parents are paying tuition for me to go here for me to listen to this kind of thing could you just teach the class that didn't go over too well. Well, apparently she and a bunch of other students used to just, every time the teacher would go off on a tangent like that, they would all just go into the hallway and yeah, just wait and for leave. her to calm down. They would get up and leave until she calmed down. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable. Stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Scattered pictures of the smiles we left behind. Smiles we Isn't that Ben Shapiro singing? <laughs> huh? I still don't understand. She what? Oh, no, I was just going to say, she is Jewish, right? Barbara yes. Streisand. <laughs> yes, she is indeed. Yeah. Yentl? A little bit. Yentl. I, yentl. Uh, that was on the movie. Tell you what, that woman can sing, man. Unbelievable singer. Well, Great she's singer. nuts. She is nuts. Well, everybody in Hollywood's nuts. So what's new about that? She kind of, like, stopped doing things, didn't she? She yeah. was out of the limelight for quite some time. Well, she got so much, she's got more money than God, so yeah, she doesn't care anymore. Yeah, yeah she doesn't really... <laughs> she just cloned uh, her dog again. Yeah, she cloned her dog again. I saw that. Yeah. She did? She absolutely did. She cloned her dog. So this is a clone of her thing? dog's clone, I That's think. That's what I understand. How many times can you clone something? Infinitely, technically. I mean, it's not really... Clone means different things. In this case, it basically just means... Uh, it's like uh, implanted embryo. Oh, so of. that's that's a, that's a clone? Hmm? Yeah. Well, it says here, two of Barbra Streisand's three dogs are clones. The iconic singer reveals in her new cover interview with Variety before Samantha. Uh, Streisand's Coton du Tollier. Is that how you say that? Ralph, uh, I don't know. Do Is this a dog? Yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah, no, oh, uh, not I've a Westminster that breed that I've heard of. It's C O T O N. Is that Coton? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Do T U L E A R. Tulier. Coton du Tulier. It's a. Oh, it's named after a city in Madagascar. What? Sure. Aren't they famous for cockroaches, not dogs? I don't know what they're cockroaches the size of dogs? Nothing good. Uh, yeah, the cockroaches are the size of dogs. <laughs> uh, so this warrants an, an article in Vanity Fair. Well, apparently she paid $100,000 to have her dog cloned. That's white privilege yeah. right there. Yeah, there's a little white privilege for you. $100,000? what are you doing? Why would it cost so much? Fluffy. Write a check. Well, her not, name was Samantha. Not, not something fluffy. you can do everywhere. 
I don't know if you no, know that. Cloning, cloning is, is still kind of a, yeah. an elite thing to get into. <laughs> I suppose it is. Uh, before Samantha Streisand's Coton de Tillier died at age 14 in 2017, Streisand had cells taken from the dog's mouth and stomach that were then used to clone Samantha. When the clones arrived, she told them apart uh, by dressing one in red and one in purple. Thus, they ended up with the names Miss Scarlet and Miss Violet. How'd you ever come up with that? Oh, my God. They have different personalities, Streisand said. I'm waiting for them to get older so I can see if they have her, Samantha's brown eyes, and seriousness. Well, that would all have to do with... How many rescue dogs can you buy for $100,000? 100000 probably. <laughs> probably 100000 <laughs> How many dogs in the pound Bella was for $100,000? 50 bucks, I think. I think Bella was 50 bucks, and she wasn't worth it. <laughs> Bella. She was, too. Bell. She was all the way up in Wyoming, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Meanest little dog in the world. You know, I will tell you this about Barbara Streisand. She, she's a pretty damn good actress, actually. She's a great singer. Yeah, she's talented. And but... what her father did to her when she was a, a small child, I'm surprised she can even appear in public. What, I don't even She know has this. a sister who apparently is very attractive. So her own father, in public, in front of their friends, would refer to his daughters as Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Dad, so funny. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Dad. I feel really really good about myself. Ooh, mm. Jude, it's a good thing I knew you were there. Jude. I almost ran right over Jude with my chair. Yeah, you could clone him. Uh, <laughs> clone him. He's upset about this story. Could, we could clone Jude. I have to start saving up so I can clone my dog. Oh, she my has God. a half-sister. She has a, oh, it's a half-sister? Uh, yes, I'm trying to figure Beauty out. Beauty and the Beast. Maternal half-sister. I see. Oh, so the dad was being extra... <laughs> creepy then yeah apparently because she creepy. wasn't his daughter so oh, yeah. oh so who was it who wasn't That's his daughter mean a bar- barbara no, barbara was um, it? Well, the other one was his daughter i don't, I don't who know. knows i think that this sister wasn't the father that you're talking about so he felt bad about himself having a homely daughter is that what we're talking about oh here my god i don't the most bizarre know. thing on earth this is Good God. Regardless of the genetics, it, it all falls down pretty rough. Oh, man. It does. I mean, saying that about your... And she was a little girl when he did it, Saying too, that about right? anybody. They were well, both little girls. Anybody. I'm not saying about anybody. Yeah, now I understand why she cloned her dog. Yeah. It is as hateful as Except it gets. Except for you, and, and, and he... Well, he only did it because he feels horrible about himself. That's why... Yeah, well, that's, You only do things like that is because you feel horrible about yourself. That's okay, yeah. Uh, her birth father died when she was one. Okay. Uh, and so this would be her stepfather. So there you go. Oh. My daughter's pretty and your yeah, daughter isn't. Exactly. So, really so Barbara Streisand's father died when she was one? Yep. Oh. Whoa. Man, yeah, she, He had an rough. epileptic seizure and died. Oh, God. That's not good. You know she should she should dedicate an album to her stepfather called Kishen Mein Tuchus, <laughs> which is just Yiddish for "Kiss My Ass." I think she I think she basically told him that when she became world famous and renowned, and his pretty daughter is uh, is probably still living in his basement. Uh, <laughs> right, probably Drew. Yeah, I don't know, but you know Barbara. To tell you the truth, she she looks like a very. Uh, um, how would you describe her look? She's kind of like... Uh, careful. I don't careful. want to say stately. Oh, I was going to say stately. <laughs> stately. I don't know. No, she she looks good. She's in phenomenal shape. There's no doubt about that. And she's... I don't know. She's one hell of a talent. That's all I know. That yep. woman can act. And she, can, she, she and Aretha Franklin are probably my two favorite singers of pop, popular music anyway in the world. Opera singers are just in a whole different category. I'm sorry, but opera singers, you can't touch them. They're amazing. But uh, Barbara Streisand, man, can she sing. But she's had to put up, you know, she's nuts. There's no question she's nuts, but there's a reason she's nuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. One of those deals. We'll give her a pass. She gets a pass. She gets a pass for being nuts. Well, she's married to James Brolin, who's a really nice guy, by the way. Was. I think they're separated uh, now, aren't they? Or getting divorced? Or oh, are, are they? divorced? I don't remember. Oh, those kids. Andy, what do you got over there? Those poor kids. Because James Brolin, we've had on the show many, many times, he's a great guy. Really nice man. I think he sometimes doesn't know where he is, but... <laughs> I was just watching... Uh, well, they're still together, I think. Are they? HBO has, a, has a new documentary about Spielberg. And they were talking oh, about yeah, right, how when Spielberg right. came up, he he just kind of took all these little films he had put together, 
sent him into a bunch of people, and, and one of the guys was like the vice president or president of Universal. And the guy reached out to him and said, all right, I'll oh, tell yeah. you what, I'll give you a seven-year contract. And his first gig, how about this is your first directing gig? you got to direct Joan Crawford for a Night Gallery episode. Oh. And then they, they cut to James Brolin, and he goes, so here I am. I've been wanting to direct for a while. Nope, I can't get a shot. This 20-year-old walks in, and they're like, here, you go ahead. He goes, I wasn't real happy about that. But it was great that he was so open about it. He's just like, what the hell? Yeah, well, <laughs> Joan Crawford. Wow. Joan had her problems. There's yeah. no doubt about that. The bar in the bathroom? Yeah, the bar in the bathroom. That <laughs> you guys watched. Was it Joan and Ben? Was it called Joan and Ben? Feud. Wasn't it? it was uh, called Feud. Feud. Called feud. feud. That's yeah. right, Feud. It was called Feud. <laughs> she would go in there and start uh, wiping her makeup off, and she'd open up the old cupboard, and there was a full bar in her bathroom. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? What you got people hell? with TVs in there and little refrigerators now. Have you seen those in some of the catalogs? Oh yeah, like sharper oh, image. Yeah. You can get a, you can get a like a refrigerator with a TV built into it to put into your bathroom. Or you're cracking one off. I want I nothing to do exactly with food right. in, in the world. bathroom. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm with you, bathroom. Catherine. There's nothing more yeah. disgusting than when you go into a bar and guys are carrying their drinks into the urinal to take a leak, Ooh. and you're like, "What are well. you doing?" <laughs> Leave uh, they don't don't you have a friend to leave that with? <laughs> Personally, I'd rather just pound it or pour it out. Exactly. exactly. Sitting, sitting I... on the pot. You say, hey, is, there a, is there a leftover tuna fish sandwich in All of a sudden you hear the microwave ding. Uh, <laughs> Got a little burrito. Uh, it cuts some time uh, right there for you, Ralph, right? Microwave burritos. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I mean, Last I get the TV. Me a story. Yeah. Not even watching TV oh, in the no, bathroom. No, no, I, I, I was going to say, get out. I was going to say a TV I can get in the bathroom because if you like to take a nice yeah. bath and you want to relax, right. that I can get. Yeah, that's true. And yeah. if the game is that's on, true. man, and you've got to go, you got to go. So I understand wanting it maybe in there for those segments, but when you got a refrigerator and a microwave in there, you might have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Either back off on I the suppose. cheese or, uh, <laughs> or buy a lot of preparation age. Right. You're be there a while. <laughs> Or maybe they have low flow. It takes them a long uh, time. I hate those. <laughs> low flow. Uh, Don't be bringing that up. Hey, yeah, hey. Especially in this building. You're picking at a scab here. Yeah. You're picking at a scab there. I yeah. tell you, low yeah. flow. Yeah. Well, I tell you, you know, you know, I talk about it on uh, on this show and the morning show as well. I'm on the Nutrimos program, right? Well, you when you're on pretty much any diet program, and certainly on Nutrimost, you have to drink a lot of water. Mm -hmm. It's just good for you to drink a lot of water. I think I had to get up to cut a whiz at least ten times last night. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, could I just get a little sleep here? I, you got to pee a lot. That's uh, that's one of the problems. That's ah, not a real problem, but whatever. Harvey Weinstein is reportedly living the good life, even as he spends his days in exile from Hollywood while facing criminal investigations in three cities. Per the Los Angeles Times, the mega-producer-turned-Tinseltown pariah has been spending a great deal of his time and money in the Phoenix area. Specifically, the L.A. Times report says the once-celebrated movie man has sought treatment at a rehab center where, he, where, where costs can be barf. as high as tens of thousands of dollars. Double barf. In addition to the army of attorneys he's taken on to defend him from allegations of sexual assault, Weinstein is reportedly in legal tussles with his current and former wives as well as his former company. He's also being represented by a crisis PR firm. All the while, Weinstein is reportedly shelling out to live in a high-end Arizona resort while receiving hypnotherapy treatments and dining at the finest area eateries. As Weinstein continues to spend in Arizona, TMZ reports that the company he helped build is now being brought to its knees after some 80 women came forward. 80 women came forward with accusations of sexual misconduct against the producer. The Weinstein Company has filed for bankruptcy as it faces lawsuits filed by some of Weinstein's accusers who say the company knew about his alleged misdeeds while failing to put an end to them. TMZ reports that multiple investors had considered bailing out the company before their deals all fell through. Weinstein faces criminal investigations in New York, California, and London. Through his attorneys, Weinstein has consistently denied all claims of non-consensual sex. Yeah, 80 women say you did, but you say you didn't. Now, who's the woman on, uh, oh, what's the name of that show? Melrose Place. Some guy uh, said 20 it. years ago that uh, one of the stars of Melrose Place performed oh, oral Jamie sex Luna. on him when he was sitting. 
Jamie Luna, that's exactly who it mm-hmm. is. Now, how are you ever going to prove that she performed oral sex on you 20 years ago? And yeah, what guy in his is right mind is going to complain about a hot actress performing that on him at some point in his life? I, I just Well, apparently he was 16 years old and she was like 20-something. She was like 25 or something. But, but the thing about it is, is you can just come forward now and say, yeah, she did this to me 20 years ago. I have no proof that she did it. The statute of limitations has expired, and yet there it is all over the news. So even if she didn't do it, and who knows if she did or not, she's automatically guilty. Right. Why? Yeah. Why is she automatically guilty just because some jackass says that she did this? She might not have even done it. Well, that's the problem with all of this right now. It is. Right, Catherine. And that's that's the problem is, I mean, we're still, everybody's sitting in in high judgment of Harvey Weinstein, and it's easy to from the outside. And understand I'm in no way, shape, or form protecting the guy but it makes you wonder just like it did with bill cosby's uh issues right where where's all this been why hasn't there been more of a hubbub about this is it really now the the scale has fallen off of the eyes and everybody's willing to come forward or are people looking to cash in and you know are there are there angry bitter actresses that are no longer castable because they a, didn't want to take care of themselves to keep themselves camera ready. Uh, B, maybe their acting wasn't really up to par, so it's a lot easier to blame Harvey Weinstein for your career hitting the bricks, you know? So I, I, I'm not saying that he's not guilty, but I'm just saying that it's real easy to jump on a sinking ship and push it down when you're trying to push an agenda as well. So it makes me wonder on many of these cases how much of it is legitimate and how much of it is well, you know, if I attach my star to this, this may get me an interview, which may get me more recognition, which may get me a book deal, which may get me on more TV. And you have to wonder yeah. how much of it is legitimate, especially with as fraudulent as, as many people are in the Hollywood uh, atmosphere. That's why I really don't understand why it is that that uh, the news organizations are running with all this stuff. Because I, I just... Because I mean, if it bleeds, it very leads. Very few of these... Yeah, but I mean... There is almost zero proof that any of this stuff ever happened. You gotta have proof, don't you? Yeah. Well, and the guys don't deny it at all. Some of them do. Well, some do. Harvey some, does. Some aren't. Yeah. Well, Garrison Keeler denies it. I don't know. We have eighty. Even if you throw away ninety percent of it, you still got ten percent. Right. You know. Yep. We'll be back, Tom Bernard Show.